Okay, so you are in the cabin. The room here is destroyed. It's just the chairs, tables, most of the decor is gone. That sword is floating incongruously over a hole in the wall. And the two avatars of John and Sarah's uh, character avatars there are T-posing a couple of inches off the ground uh, over near the fireplace, or at least what used to be a fireplace. Um, and down through that fireplace comes uh, Izzy, who, as we've described before, uh, is a bird lady, uh, cockatoo style. Uh, she has those very fine plumage. I'm going to say her each feather sort of gradates from white to bronze, with the tips being dark bronze of each feather. So it uh, makes a very striking look uh, that she has. And her four eyes are a uh, matching bronze to the tips of her feathers. And uh, she's dressed in the NPC cyberpunk gear. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, do the bird people wear dresses? I guess they could wear a dress. It's like a tube tube top kind of thing, but with holes for the for the arms. Yeah. And they're all, you know, probably Donald Duck in it. So, because they're bird people. Yeah, there she is. She turns to uh, Ah, and she surveys the room and looks back at Ah, and she says, I'm not cleaning this up if that's why you called me. No, it was still happening when you were, uh, when I called you. I guess now we, we need a way out. Is that John and Sarah? Kinda. No. Did they log in? No. Huh. Uh, she looks up through the open roof. Again, the roof has been opened up like a like a book and sees the storms. Uh, storm is in the sky and she says, oh, OK. Uh, so you've drawn Maud attention, too. Uh, all right. Look, uh, do you have transport out there outside? Yes, the best in the world and multiple worlds. Yeah, I was just about to say multiple worlds is more accurate. Okay, well, yeah, you're going to need it. Uh, I already used one decoy. I can probably set off another decoy here. Uh, it'll give you a few minutes when they get here uh, and deal with the, with the decoy, which is uh, will be interrupting their code. That should give me time to get back to my post as well before I'm noticed missing. But you got to move. You, you really have to hustle. I'll get this set up. You get going. Yeah, thank you, Izzy. Is there like a phrase you say to each other in your movement? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm contemplating. <laughs> Anyone has suggestions, you're welcome to make them as well, of course. I'm sure that would help. Ooh, I, I actually have an idea. Um, oh. Like, it's it's kind of like a, a hello, good, goodbye thing, and it's just like, um, when the sky goes black. Yeah, so she, yeah, she does. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Metal. Yeah, so she, she nods and uh, does a, a uh, movement with her gloved hand, lower right one. Uh, you know, what would the what would it look like? I she wonder. She has hands. Yeah. Okay. Her fingers are feathers, but she has hands. Okay. 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 They're like they're they're prehensile feathers. She all the all the bird people have those. Yeah, I think she just does like a she does a, a fist, and then as she opens the fist and splays her hands, she says, "Yeah, she says that she opens the fist as when the sky goes black." Okay. Outside, the express has uh, shaken itself and is standing up. It was pacing sort of closer and closer to the cabin as it saw these things happening. But like, it is much too big to fit into the cabin. It's, you know, it's a very large vehicle, uh, but it's, uh, its metal feathers are fluffed up around it. 
and the neon is sort of coruscating in different colors around it. Uh, it is clearly in distress, uh, but when it sees you, the feathers uh, begin to calm, uh, though it is still on edge. It's, it's, they're still somewhat fluffed up, even as it sees you come out, Keva. Keva comes over and starts patting it and rubbing it the right way and just being like, <gasps> excuse, excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Express, guess what? We're going to go fast. We're going to go fast right home. Express, uh, it settles down again and uh, looks over, opens opens the, the front hatch to allow you in. Ah, are you taking the Express or are you bringing your motorcycle or is the motorcycle going onto the Express? Um, yeah, I think I will take her motorcycle onto the Express. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, there's plenty of room. It's a very large vehicle, as we've mentioned. Um, but as it's very large, it also has uh, a drawback, as you may recall, uh, mm-hmm. that it is uh, flashy. So the Express, uh, as we know, it's just it's just coruscating with lots of different colors. It, it kind of reminds you a bit of when you first met the Express, uh, Keva, back way, way back at the Oasis um, aboard Hablon, when mm-hmm. it's just all the colors... Um, shooting out of it like those disco lights it's that's happening at the moment with the the neon uh feathers neon edging on its feathers um you know it can't really calm down because it can see the storm coming it can sense that something is wrong it can sense the tension in the air even if it doesn't really understand it um yeah Uh, aboard the express there's the large passenger slash cargo area i think you all said that you did some modifications in here. So there's like workspaces and different rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a way to, uh, a place to put your motorcycle where it can quick release uh, if needed and just, you know, get scooped out one of the, one of the hatches. Um, ah, but uh, on the inside, yeah, it's, it looks kind of homey, uh, comfortable. There's, you know, some strings of fairy lights around some of the, some of the areas and uh, screens, 3d projectors, uh, the screens showing what's outside currently and like a closet full of cakes the closet full of cakes all right no cape (laughs) (laughs) sure a closet full of cakes it makes a little bit more sense than a closet full of cakes closet please (laughs) don't open the cake cake closet (laughs) (laughs) the cake closet is a lie Mm. uh yeah so you get the the inquisitive um sort of honking chirping noises from the express I hope that means she's happy. Oh, yeah, it's it's ready to go. It just uh, it needs. She? I think it Kevin. needs. She? <laughs> the express has no gender. I hope that means Just that the express. I hope that means that the express is chilling. Yeah, the express is. Yeah, express is a uh, it. It's pronouns. So doesn't have any any gender identity. Doesn't have any desire for one. It just oh, wants to go fast. It, yeah, that's it. Only <laughs> oh, man, desire. My gender is speed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it needs the uh, it needs the what's the word I'm looking for? The path from Ah. I will help Ah and get into the sensors chair because I'm good at this. All right. Yeah, uh, Ke- Keva, you're driving. Always. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you, you settle in and, and uh, interface with the Express, and Express is, of course, uh, as always, happy to happy to see you. And what is the what is the uh, route on? What's the map on that you've got there? Um, I like the idea of uh, uh, I have dossiers as a charter gear, 
Hmm. Um, so I think Oz going to whip those out, and uh, they are full of like really kind of esoteric diagrams of the um, of the architecture of the MMO, not just the sort of material uh, visible space. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ah uh, kind of charts a course from the uh, material sort of side of things into, I, I imagine, uh, uh, just remind me, where, where are we trying to get here? Uh, is there like an access point or? There's a specific part of the game that, like, I don't know exactly how this works, but there's a part of the game you need to get to in order to be able to upload yourself into, you know that there are, the, you know that there's like a rack of robots somewhere in the real world and there's probably a point where the game server and the server that controls these robots overlap in some way. And I think you need to get to that part of the game. Yeah, maybe it's like maybe those robots are like ambassador robots. So it's like the um, like the ambassador spire or something like it's this like kind of nexus where these two things connect. Yeah, it, that's yeah, for sure. There's like these robot. It could just be like it could even just be this is a accidental backdoor. This is uh, some some part of the network that nobody in charge has noticed yet that there's an overlap here. And like, that's why that's again, this is part of that window. Maybe it's in movement. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. You need to get to the part of the game where its server will overlap with this shipment of robot bodies when that shipment in the real world of the Anthophidan Republic is passing by this broadcast tower that broadcasts this part of the game i think that's what we what we're looking at yeah so Ah has like schedules and uh and like maps of both of them um and it's kind of charted a point where they will overlap okay so i'm going to set a clock here and the clock is simply going to be called escort and it is a six tick clock this is the clock that you need no that you need to fill in order to get Ah, there in time. Okay, there's the clock. Cool. The express, uh, you know, stands up, flexes its its talons into the uh, the dirt and loam, the digital dirt and loam of this uh, part of the forest, and there is a sort of humming wind up sound like a before it takes off at extraordinary speeds, all six legs blurring Um, inside. You know, it's not that it's not super bumpy on the inside because of the, uh, you know, things, the systems that uh, it has in place. The what's the inertial dampeners that are in place. But you can still see on the screens the fantastic speed of this machine as it moves. Um, so let's let's drive. Sick. I would like to plot a course to help. OK, uh, plotting a course. Uh, I'm going to say we're in risky now because you're no longer in the middle of an ambush. Uh, but you are still in in hostile territory. There's a mod after you. Wave is somewhere. Uh, who knows what Zend is doing? And reaching. How would you de- How would you like to do this? What action do you see this being? I mean, decipher explicitly says figure things out. But I was hoping for trace. If um, because if Ah uh, has a. If Ah has a place in mind, maybe I can use Trace to figure out a route, the best route to there. Okay, so Trace the target's location or path, find something or someone hidden. Um, so Trace here, target's location or path. Um, hmm. 
if it ends up being decipher, that's fine. I think with trace, it'll be limited effect because the target is a, a hypothetical at this point. This is more of a, let's say, decipher or potentially, hmm, potentially Wayfair? Traverse unfamiliar terrain? Hey, if it's Wayfair, I'll take it. All right. Um, yeah. So let's do a risky standard with your Wayfair. I will take a Harmony. Okay. Are you doing or a... Are you like weighing your fare? Are you doing a setup action or is this just a regular action roll to input the thing? I think in, this will just be a regular action, I think. All right. So I'll do three dice. All right. You're using a harmony, you said. Okay, go yep, ahead. And I got a four. All right, a four. So um, this was standard effect. So I will tick, tick escort by two. Hey. Risky consequence. Uh, I'm going to adjust the mods clock by two. <laughs> which would no. fill the mods clock. No, thank you. No, you don't want that? Uh, I don't want that. You don't want the mods to arrive? Oh, listen, as, as fun as I think it actually, well, do you guys want to be in a desperate situation <laughs> with a bunch of XP? That's I mean, you know, well, listen, if risky is not an option, I'll take desperate. Do y'all want to be desperate is my question to you as my friends. I, I'm already desperate. So if it's not too much, resist it. But, you know, oh, it won't be too much. to re I'll, I'll resist this. OK, uh, so how are you uh, camouflaging your location here? from the mods charmvale trying to just superconduct my ability to hide a large group or a small group rather okay so in terms of attribute i would say that's probably analysis or semiosis it's the same number of dice but uh yeah either way all right i take one stress okay uh yeah you're able to get that um show like navigate you're doing navigator stuff you know, this is, these are the points at which we should move from this part to that part. You can see as the express is racing along, it like looks for these sinkholes in each um, bit of game world or disused game content that it is racing through and these holes take it from one to the next. Um, it's kind of like when you were racing through realities uh, aboard Quincy uh, way back at the beginning of our, of this season, you know, it, it sees a hole and it dives into it and, you know, flattens its feathers and legs to its body. And, and suddenly you're in the, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I was a baby once too, and I hated everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You're in the seasonal winter holiday zone, you know, there's, you know, uh, snow and hail and, you know, there's a snowball assets and stuff. Everything is just, uh, like frozen nothing's moving there's like snowflakes and hail suspended in the air and you see uh you know uh, the decor for whatever this holiday is uh just sitting there in the floating in in darkness uh you know you go through another sinkhole and it's like celebration of partnerships holiday seasonal content and you know uh all that kind of stuff where you celebrate your partnerships whether they be romantic or otherwise and so on uh, you know, you're diving through these different layers of, of disused game content. And uh, yeah, uh, Kevin, you're driving, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's double check on here. Punch it when you enter danger aboard a vehicle. Game plus impact vehicle speed and maneuverability. We're not entering danger at the moment because we're moving away from danger. But mm -hmm. uh, you beat me to it. I was, I was about to ask if we were entering a zone of danger. Not at the moment. <laughs> Is there a highway to this zone of danger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is, and you're maybe on it. Hopefully not, but we'll see. 
Uh, Keva, what's your what's your driving action? Do you think here? Ooh, man, don't really have. Uh... Normally, it's finesse. Yeah, but because you have the particular connection with the express, I could say it was maybe tune or potentially connect if it's something the express doesn't want to do. But the express, you were telling the express to go fast just in a particular direction, so probably tune. Does that work, Keva? Oh, sorry, I forgot to push push to talk. So yeah, I I think that it's kind of like Keva is kind of I don't want to say blended with the Express because Keva would never do that without uh, permission. But it's basically like she is with the Express. She is like there with the ex- uh, kind of piloting it, nudging it in a sense, and trying to just kind of be an extra pair of eyes. Yeah, you're providing, you know, direction and and purpose and the express mm-hmm. is providing speed and agility and such. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's power to you. All right, so risky and will be standard effect. Oh yeah. Six. You got a five. Okay, it's another five. I've been getting a lot of fives today, but that's not too bad. Uh yeah. So I'm going to take the escort clock up by two. Don't you say it. And, uh, you know, as you're continually being pursued, I'm also going to tick the mods clock up by two. Oh. <laughs> uh, of course, you can choose to resist this consequence if you wish. I think I think I will. I, th- okay. I think I think so. All right. How are Instead you evading for sleeping? How are you mods evading <laughs> the notice of uh, of the of the moderators here? Well, I mean, the Express is just a gigantic bird, and it seems that bird people are pretty normal here. So mm-hmm. I think Keva has kind of shaped the uh, force field, like visible face force field of the Express to look kind of like something that fits in more with the scenery or more with the, you know, normal graphics so that if they see it visibly it's like oh it, it's just a this or or you know you're trying to make it look more like the game asset art style mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay um that sounds like an analysis resistance i get 3d there i think right the, the number of dice does not matter have you pleased matt <laughs> <laughs> so that is uh 3dr yeah okay oh, I- take two stress just not bad. All right. Uh, the Express continues and, uh, you know, leaping from content to content to, you know, back ways. And uh, you are leaping down into uh, an area that's just uh, disused, not disused, degraded assets, assets that have been removed from the game for one reason or other. There's just this uh, zone where it's just a, like a dumping ground for things that don't quite work, don't quite fit in with the game, things that were glitchy or were tried out and everybody hated them, that kind of thing. Really, really low quality assets were used. So they replaced mm-hmm. it with better looking things. Yeah. When things are upgraded, the old versions go here. And, you know, it's just a lot of things floating uh, in this in this area. And it's uh, it's not quite a void. Like it is made up of, you know, old landscape textures stitched together like a a patchwork uh zone uh so you see like different biomes running one into the other there's like half a mountain that uh you know is abruptly the desert and and stuff like that as you're running through and um the express flashes a uh a warning because there is another vehicle here that's headed towards you 
Um, the vehicle that is headed towards you is uh, some type of hover tank kind of thing. It's hovering towards you, and it is uh, it is less graphically advanced than what you've seen in other parts of the game. Uh, you know, it still looks you know good to our to our current perceptions, but uh, it doesn't fit in with the the graphics of of the rest of uh, what you've seen. But it's just like uh, an orb type thing with a harness on it and the orb is the central part and it's 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 rolling along on this orb so it's not hovering it's rolling along on the orb the orb is rotating and it's got this uh, harness over the top half of the orb Uh, the orb itself is this purple color um matte purple orb uh and uh the the harness is a, a gold um it's like a an inverted wireframe bowl that's over the top of it, but uh, not really wireframe. It's just like there's two bars across the top uh, connecting to a circle. So it's like a, a X shaped and then the, the circle around the side. And that is uh, anchored into the sides of, of the orb with a large golden um, stud basically on, on each side. And this harness is studded with uh, what appears to be weaponry and sensor tools and stuff like that. And that vehicle is coming towards you, and uh, it appears to be piloted. Like it, it seems like someone's driving this because there's also a um, there's a broadcast coming from it uh, that you could pick up if you wanted to. It appears to be hailing you, this vehicle, as it races towards you over the uh, over the uh, mismatched terrain. Is it possible I can listen to it without? Like actually talking to them? I mean, you can hear and just not respond. Yeah, that's, that's always an option. Okay. Okay. I would like to hear what they're saying, please. Okay. Um, you, you turn it on and you hear the, uh, uh, a voice that is familiar to uh, you, Ah. You hear a voice saying, you've got to stop this. You've got to stop this. What you're doing, you're going to crash the whole system if you do this. You're, you're moving through these areas. You're drawing the mod attention. Uh, you know, if the devs get wind of where you are, they're going to start pulling up the underlayer looking for you. You've got to stop. And that's the voice of Zend. Oh, boy. Sorry. <sighs> All right. Um, Ah doesn't want to, like, hurt Zend, but also, <laughs> like, she knows she knows Zend is going to do something, uh, probably, if, 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 if they don't stop. Um, what do I have here? Yeah. Do we have weapons on this thing? Kind of. Jojo Flex is assuming you mean them. <laughs> If you help me aim, I can. I have a long arm that I'm pretty good with. Yeah, I think Oz gonna whip open her dossier and like look back at the tank and find the design for it. Um, says, what what type of like weapon are you thinking of? Something that could at least slow down that tank. I could always tip it over. It's on a ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's on a ball. Sorry. Is it? Am I crazy? Is it not rolling on a ball? It's like a gyro stabilized weapons platform on a ball. Yeah, it's a oh, it's a okay. sphere with a harness on it. So could like Kevin like break the harness? I could help by shooting it. Yeah, I just thought that Kevin could use the force field out like a hand to just basically topple it over. You can, but you keep in mind. What the force field touches, it damages. That, that's true. I, you know, I feel like before <laughs> we're doing any violence, I think Oz is going to go up to the, to the communicator and just be like, um, you know, if you stop us, it's not going to get any better for you, right? But it won't get worse for everyone. You don't know that. 
I do know that. You know they'll crack down. Right what if you now, let me go? we can at least exist. What happens if you let me go and I do stop them? How do you think you're going to stop them? They control the world. This place is small. These people who I'm with aren't from here. They they know better than anyone that this is this is our home is the way that it is because people made it that way. And you think three people can take on the entire developers, everyone beyond that? We know there's a big world out there. <laughs> Kevin I mean, starts laughing a little bit. <laughs> can I take that for a moment, please? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Keva, like, takes the mic or whatever. The microphone, not the player, and says to it, I'm, s- hello, my name's Keva. Um, just so you know, I was once in a situation very much like yours where outside forces were controlling my entire society, and gee, it only took how many of us to topple that? Mm, four? Four teenagers, I think. I think we're pretty well equipped to fix this situation here. Do you to help your friend Ah out? If that's what they need, you should just be happy to let them go. Okay. Do we want to? Do we want to make some rolls at this guy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I will start a clock. Uh, sorry. What were the pronouns again? Uh, I was thinking they them, or maybe he okay. they. I think he they is good. Okay. Okay, I've started a clock for dealing with Zend. It's a four-tick clock. Zend is just one person, tank or no. You know, Zend is potentially a threat, but uh, not not on the level of the agents or the mods. So what uh, what are we hoping to do here? Are we doing a group action or something along those lines? Do we want like a group? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, do you want to do a group connect? Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Ooh. Um, I know that... Sorry, sorry about the barking dog. Okay. Yeah, just wait till the barking is off. Um, who wants to be included in the group for the connect? Uh, I have a singular connect, so I don't think I should do too poorly. I but I don't help. know if I'm connecting. Who is connecting, actually? Well, it's the the group. If you want to be included in the connect, then you need to make a you know make a make a connect here. Persuade from a position of genuine belief. Express vulnerability. Offer comfort and support. You need to, in some way, contribute to this conversation that uh, Keva and Ah have started with Zend. Uh, I definitely want to help out. I'm trying to figure out how JoJo's contributing. Okay. They're Maybe probably just posing. They'll do like a really confident thumbs up like All Might does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, a, if a giant shark thumbs up at me, I would stop what I was doing. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Keva nods at JoJo's and, and is like... Your friend Ah here has the whole support of our little myriad band here. She said the she said the name. Answer <laughs> <laughs> it, Leo DiCaprio gift. <laughs> Reaching, are you jumping on this one or are you sitting this one out? I think I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> okay. So we are at risky and um starting off with here, uh, Zend is pretty set in their beliefs about um how badly this is going to go. Uh, we're starting off with Risky, and we're at uh, zero effect. Uh, we gain potency due to Charm Sync, if that's still active. Uh, let's see. How long has it been? Has it been an hour? Mm, I feel like probably not an hour. Uh, so set up actions. All right. So group actions gain potency. So we're at Risky Limited to start off with. 
cool. Anything we want to do to add to that or improve that, or are we just going to all roll uh, risky limited connect? Risky limited connect. Uh, can we throw a harmony or something else in there? You could individually use harmony to add one die to your individual rolls. Yeah. I already have two die for um, connect, so someone else can use that. There's one harmony uh, left at the moment. Ooh, I actually I want to use an item. Uh, I want to okay. add an item onto it. Uh, logbook. And I think Oz going to add on, uh, I don't really know. I mean, I'll, like Oz basically going to like bring up um, kind of subtly. I, I like the idea that maybe Zend had like a partner who uh, they used to work with. And that partner is now like in like the Western continent for like the new expansion. Mm-hmm. And like that wasn't a decision Zend was like privy to. Um, and so Oz has like written that down in this logbook. Okay. Um, log book. Is that That's part a of your... Here. I don't yeah. see it on here. The, it might be from an altar. You got uh, the recon beetle, which you used, the maps and dossiers, which you had. There's a mirage projector, fine sidearm signal flares. There's basic comms, slate, medkit, analysis pack, comms pack, survival pack, and then weapons. It, and specialists... Uh, Slate, a palm size or smaller touchscreen computer with a number of useful programs. Basically a smartphone. Uh, yeah, that could absolutely work. Cool. You also got the Mirage Projector device, which protects high-fidelity three-dimensional holograms. Hmm. Okay, so use your Slate here. All right. Um, I think that will put us to Risky Standard. So uh, let's give it a roll. Each person, Risky Standard, connect. Who's Each person who's participating. Oops. Oh, two uh, I will be using that harmony for an extra dice. Okay. And sorry, who's uh, who's leading the group action? Oh, moi. Okay. Two five. Hey, nice. Hey, that's cool. two pair. Hey. Nice. Yes. Say. Okay, so that's one failure. Yeah, so you take one stress, uh, Keva. Yeah. We get a success on standard here, so I will tick the clock. Six. Two out of four. Um, yeah, I think Zend is... Zend is listening and your appeal at least to, you know, Zend's personal experiences and, uh, you know, the, the confidence displayed by, by the myriad here is, is having an effect. And Zend is saying, how can you be sure that the moment you leave, they won't just shut everything down? They don't even want to acknowledge that we exist. If you go out into the world. I have to believe in something. I, I have to believe that this is possible or else I, this stops existing. And Zend is, you know, thinking as, as, uh, as his tank continues to get closer to the express here. And, uh, he pauses and he says, I am, if it were just me, then maybe, but we have to keep in mind that this is for everybody. You say that you want everyone to be liberated for us to control our own fate, our own destiny. We can't do that unless we convince the users, unless we convince the devs that we're real. If we show them over time that we can be trusted, that we can work with them, that we're not going to just destroy everything that they enjoy here, we can learn to trust each other and work together without taking such drastic action, without risking everyone's lives in existence. And you know I love this place too, right? I, I need you to see that this isn't just about what you and probably a couple other NPCs think. This is about, this is about whether myself and people like me 
are able to make decisions about whether whether we're able to be the people we want to be or whether we're forced to just stand around forever. I have an idea. I don't. Uh, we can kind of talk through it, I guess. Um, sure. Because it, it might be a bit too much. Um, I, I also kind of want uh, Ah to say here like that they would make her a man again, basically. Like, that's one of her fears. Um, and I don't okay. know if that's too too much in like the you know gender (laughs) gender fears zone i mean i'm okay with it if everyone's okay with with that coming up as a as a potential risk a thing that the game devs will do like just reassign the uh reassign the gender the identity uh and you know sexuality all that of of npcs even knowing that they are you know people it's cool with me. I'm fine. Just give me a, a moment to digest. I mean, if that is a genuine potential consequence of not helping out the NPCs, we need to blow up this planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's just a frightening uh, thing, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having your identity rewritten is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a gross violation of who you are. And, you know, uh, it seems like it's in line with what the developers of this game at least uh have been willing to do since discovering that the uh the npcs that are the underpinning of the game um have been gaining sentience like they're still treating them the same way i think though like with that being brought up like is this something like as soon as Oz says that like keva would like flinch and like what (laughs) same way i would um Mm -hmm. Uh, well, Eclipse, if you if you want to bring that in, then then you can, and we'll uh, we'll do we'll do a roll. Yeah, I, I think I think I would I would definitely cap it off with that. Just saying, like they they would make me a man again. Okay, um, let's roll. Is this still a connect? You feeling connect or command or anything along this point? What do you feel? Probably connect here. Okay. Would anyone like to assist on this roll or? Yeah, I'm running stress. Okay. How do you want to assist in this appeal? I think. Um... Less, less saying something and just offering, like reaching just turns around and just offers emotional support because he was unaware that that was possible. Okay, so you can uh, you can take an extra die to your roll. Uh, it is at this point uh, risky with uh, with standard effect. Um, I really don't want this one to fail, so I'm gonna spend a harmony as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Go ham. Yeah. Go absolutely crazy. Oh, actually, there is. You got a harmony back last roll anyway, so go ahead. Uh- not, not to say that I'll be like, because, you know, you got to set boundaries between game and an actual, like, I'm not going to be upset if I fail, but, you know, no, I want to yeah. win this. Uh, I want you to win this. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's see. see. Nice. There you Except. go. That, it was good to have that one. Uh, yeah, the... six at the end there. Friendship dice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Friendship dice. The dice starts with token. Uh, that fills the end clock. I think um, that rhetorical gambit that uh that vulnerability uh being offered that reminder of the stakes in terms of you know not just your identity or his identity or where his partner is but everybody's identity and autonomy being constantly under threat in this way i think he you see him um on the on the on the screen he pauses and uh, he takes his hands off the controls which are also just two purple orbs and uh, he lowers his head and he says he clenches a fist and he opens it and you can see that there are, his eyes are, are wet and they say, all right, when the sky is black, 
I won't let this die when the sky is black. And he uh, cuts the connection and the tank is no longer in pursuit of you. But you still need to finish making your way to the end point here. We need to finish this mission. How can we do it? How can we get there? Yeah. Reaching would like to set up or yeah, help to set up another um, finesse roll for Keva. Okay. Um, yeah. So how uh, you're going to set it up by like plotting a different course or maybe. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think um, as the connection is cut, you get a data packet from Zend, which contains uh, more information about a patrol that was waiting um, ahead of you on, on the path that you were currently on. It's, it's not necessarily obvious, but you can guess from this that Zend was up until this moment uh, collaborating with the, with the mods. It's possible. Uh, with this data module in hand, I think Reaching then tries to plot a safer course through a few other data sinkholes. That might add some time, but will keep us uh, away from these mod forces. Okay. Uh, is, so go ahead. Oh, is um, Awe okay with touch besides shaking of the hand? Like, can Keva like, put a hand on her shoulder? I think she's uh, like aesthetic to have it like it's anything that's like a non-scripted interaction to her is like um oh, it's a very exciting thing that's so yeah. heavy so keva like puts her hand on her shoulder and it's like you aren't anything that anyone says you are unless you say you are thank you i hope that you don't let anyone steal anything from you either i don't intend to hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah indeed Jojo will pause supportively because they don't really have like the social emotional tools to like better participate. King Shark is a shark. <laughs> shark is shark. Okay. Um, so is this a decipher you're doing or are we going to uh, give it a Wayfair? I'll give it a Wayfair. It's only a setup action. Okay. Risky, you'll be limited with Wayfair, but give it a shot. Risky limited. Um, I will push myself for um, another sorry, time. The, the, uh, oh, for another die. Yeah, go for it. A6. Another six. Nice. Yay. Okay. Sorry, I forgot to add another harmony back for the six on the assisted roll there. Sorry, two harmony. You got a six on that setup roll. So, Keva, you have improved position and impact on your next roll. So, you'll be at controlled and starting point uh, standard for your navigation here. Sick. This is a reminder, you do only have two segments to fill up on the escort clock, so standard will do it, as long as you succeed. Okay. I believe in you, that believes in you. Um, I think with this added, like, emotional, um, oh, what's the word? Beat? Moment? Um, motivation. Mm. Keva kind of, like, pushes the express further, um, kind of feeling these emotions and kind of passing them on to the express this this conviction okay express can understand conviction mm-hmm. is this an undertale thing we just got a little <laughs> thing that's like you know the express is now filled with determination <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much what is it determined to do matt i mean you know <laughs> all right I, I'm just, I was wondering if it developed another emotion oh well, it's it's you know, it has emotions of joy, pleasure, and, you know, frustration and stuff. But, uh, fast. And, you know, go fast is its overriding goal. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is Tune. Uh, I think this will be a group action between you and the Express. Ooh. So the Express will roll uh, its quality, which is two. Oh. And 
I believe. Okay. Oh, we both got four. <laughs> it's all fours. All fours all the way down. Uh, but you don't take any stress the from that. The spirit is willing, but the body is... Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, it's a weak. success. That's the that's the important part. Um, so all group actions gain potency. Gain potency. So you're at great effect. <laughs> With our partials there. Yeah, it's a group action there. Um, so great effect that does fill up the escort clock. Due to the, uh, the charm sink, you're at great impact and controlled position. So that has filled... Uh, the escort clock. Okay, so the escort clock is at seven out of six segments, which I think is pretty good. And uh, we're looking at controlled consequences here. Um, and let's see Kev, here. Kevin gets a headache. Yeah. <laughs> okay, quick question. Did yes. I get stressed there at all? No, because you both succeeded. Okay. Four is a success. Oh. Just a success with a consequence. Uh, so controlled consequences here. Um, what makes sense here? So you, you arrive at the upload point, you've, you've gotten to it, and uh, you are all at this point um, filling in, you know, the, the Express is, uh, is opening its, uh, its panel there, and uh, Ah is uh, on your motorcycle, getting ready to, you're probably going to have to ramp it into this, uh, this rift that will appear as the networks overlap while the uh, while well, the transport full of the robots passes by this uh, this control tower. So I think there is... Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to tick a clock, and the clock I'm going to tick is one that's from outside of this mission. This is the clock of the Anthophoden Republic discovering the Myriad infiltrated, invaded their territory uh, back during, I think, session four. So that clock was currently at two out of six of them discovering it was you who came through. I'm going to tick it up to three out of six. As our consequence here, the Express is, you know, it's flashy. And being in this moment where you are in the part of the game where the broadcast tower is intersecting with the, uh, you know, network of the smart vehicle or whatever, the automated vehicle that is driving these uh, robotic uh, forms from one place to another, uh, I think that sets off some of the uh, uh, security systems that they have in place uh, scanning for unexpected or unknown signals. Uh, so that ticks that clock up to three out of six. Okay. Ah, anything you want to say to the uh, Myriad before you ramp it? Um, because it'll be a little bit before you see them again. And the next time you see them, we'll be out in the real world. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, if you have one, bring a wig for my robot when you see me next. Oh, we have wigs. Will do. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I will... Kevin like takes a look at them and is basically like, I will make sure to get you as much of your look together. I, I think I can do it. I'd appreciate that. Oh, and when you see me in the real world, my hair isn't blue. This is just weird, a weird callback, like code from when I was inside of another AI's brain. Would you like the wig to be made out of candy floss? Candy floss sounds good. Right. And uh, cool. Okay. Um, Let's, uh, I don't think this, this needs uh, a roll. You've got the vehicle. You're here. Um, what does it look like? There's a, there's a, a hole tearing open in the sky here at the edge of this uh, land of abandoned assets. And uh, conveniently enough, there's a, a mountain range that's been sheared off that you could use as a real big ramp. How does this look? Oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm motorcycling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess... Uh... <laughs> I guess Ah is gonna, um, you know, like run the motorcycle uh, off the the sort of like you know open open 
kind of hangar bay thing of the ship and down the ramp and toward this like strange nexus where she can uh, connect to a physical robotic body. All right. And the motorcycle engine revs. Um, you, know, you drive up the, the incline of the mountain and uh, off into the sky towards this rift. And uh, there's a moment where I think it, it looks almost like, almost looks like the bike's not going to make it. There's a moment there. But it's like there's something within this old, you know, uh, abandoned bike asset that realizes almost that there's something more at stake here. And the motorcycle glitches, which normally is a bad thing for you. But in this case, as it glitches, it carries you just across those last few meters of the sky and the motorcycle explodes into pixels behind you and that final boost from the shockwave as it detonates pushes you in through this rift the moments before it shrinks out of existence and closes and the myriad that's the last you see of ah for now and ah you wake up there's a moment of darkness and then the darkness is still there but there's a faint glow and you realize that that glow is coming from your eyes you have successfully uploaded yourself into this blank robot body that's on its way to somewhere in the capital city of the Anthophoton republic huh like i think uh like kind of tests her fingers a bit um and like i think the funny thing is that the simulation is like so high fidelity that like it's not that sort of thing of like wow i'm in the real world now it's like oh uh, this is a weird body yeah, and I think um, we will fade out on on that moment, and we will see Ah uh, again in the real world next time. Ooh. Uh, well, I shouldn't say the real world. I should say the physical world rather than the digital world next time. Meet space. And uh, Myriad, yeah. the uh, timer runs up on that daisy chain, and we get this, uh, I want to say like a dolly shot, maybe even a helicopter shot. It's following this line of uh, the tiny um, fungal packets as each one uh, puffs and shrivels into nothing, boom, 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 all the way back through the uh, rift in Capybaral's burrow, all the way back through to the city, to the express there in the aquarium, and you all come back to yourselves. And you wake up back in your bodies, uh, knowing that you've been part of a big change, and you will still have a part to play. I think that's the end of our session today. Yeah, I think Keva is like, well, that was nice. I was myself this time instead of someone else. That was sick. Well, thank you for joining us here on Stewards of a Broken Sun. This is the third season of our actual play podcast, Stories of a Broken Sun. As always, I'm your friendly guide, Matt, uh, or ARP. My pronouns are he or they. You can follow me on Twitter at Ycaliber, follow the show at Broken Sun RPG, or visit our website, brokensunrpg.com. Today, I was joined by Michael Blood. Hi, everyone. It's still been me, Mike Blood. My pronouns are still they, them at the end of the show, but that might change someday. Who knows? I've been reaching through the night. Thanks for listening. I've been joined by Keekers. Hello, everyone. It's me, Keekers, also known as Be a Space Cat. I use she slash her pronouns, and today I was playing Keva Jarma, who also owns she slash her pronouns. And I hope you all had a good time with us. And here's a little bit of sage advice. Resin yellows over time. Thank you for letting us know. Yep. And we are also joined by Velvet. Thank you all so much for joining us for another 
amazing episode. I've been Velvet. I use favorite pronouns, but I was playing Jojo, who uses they them pronouns, and you can find me pretty much everywhere on the interwebs at OG Brand Sugar. And we had our special guest today, Eclipse. Hi, I'm Eclipse, uh VTuber at uh twitch.tv slash darling demon eclipse and uh also twitter.com slash d demon eclipse and i also run or run and produce uh at uh i u t y r underscore ap or it's up to you really um and i also have a youtube if you want to want to watch vods of that and also i have a wander home so actual play and all sorts of wild stuff uh yeah thanks for joining us and This podcast is produced on the traditional unceded territory of the Keitsi, Coquitlam, Stalo, Kwantlen, Staminas, and Musqueam people, the treaty land of the Tawasan First Nation. Uh, we are also joined uh, by uh, the Satalkat lands as well. Eclipse, I believe, you're on Satalkat yes. lands. And I'll, of course, continue to encourage everybody to support Indigenous people around the world. You can explore the Settler Saturday hashtag on Twitter other social media directly, or donate to the Indian Residential School Survivor Society at irsss.ca. And until the next time, all the best. We'll see you then, space friends. Yes, all the best, space friends. All the best. Be well. All the best, space friends. All the best. Mm-hmm.